Are you interested in learning to play an instrument? What kind of instrument? Banjo, fiddle, guitar, and the violin. I bet somebody out there is. Tell them about it. John Paul USA's got what you need to begin your musical journey today. We have in-person and online lessons for everyone. Visit us online at johnpaulusa.com and click Private Lessons. Tell us about yourself and we'll get in touch with you to discuss what package will best fit your budget and schedule. I'm J.P. Mathis. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. Contact us today. johnpaulusa.com You're listening to the JP Pod, and I'm JP. I'm Fiddler Leona. And we're here today, special edition of the JP Pod. We're going to be talking about one of our favorite subjects, KonMari. No, not KonMari. <laughs> we talked about her last episode, didn't uh-huh. we? We might get into her just a little bit later on. Maybe. But uh, we'll be talking about food. And we've got a special guest. Uh, he's been on the show before a couple of times. If you listen way back, way back to episode 13 and 14, <laughs> this is episode 16, you'll remember there was a guy by the mystical name of Paul Northquest, and we've got him back in the studio today. Everyone give a warm welcome to Paul Northquest! Yay! It's good to be here. Good it's to be good, here. Good to be back. Good to be back. We're, we're uh, actually podcasting from the Paul Northquest Studios yeah. in an undisclosed location here in Northeast Tennessee. Uh, it's... That's nice. It is nice. Yeah. It's kind of in the woods. Mm-hmm. Paul's working. You're, Paul, you're working on a new bathroom project, right? I am. I am. So hopefully we'll be able to wash our hands Right. Soon. Right now you can only use the bathroom, but you can't wash your hands. Yeah. Well, you got to go downstairs. Right, right. So, <laughs> so, so Paul's been working on... Uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, you're into uh, mushrooms now. Yeah. Yeah. Growing mushrooms. Um, hopefully it's almost like a small farm at this point. So. Okay. So you said you, we'll just go ahead and jump in, but you said, uh, this is like Terry, fresh air with Terry Gross or something. <laughs> so so you said you grew a few mushrooms organically last year. I did, yeah. Um, I started with literally one log. Like mm-hmm. I took a class and got like, mm-hmm. basically, like at the end of the class, you got to do your own log. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved to the new house and we had to cut a bunch of oak trees, uh-huh. which is exactly what you need to grow mushrooms. Right. Yeah. And so it's jumped from one log to, I think I have 45 logs now, and wow. I'll probably have 100 here in about a month. Hmm. Wow. How, so, like, so how does that work? Do you actually grow the mushrooms onto the logs? You do. So, like, you um, you drill a hole in the log, mm-hmm. and then you fill it full of mushroom spawn, which mm-hmm. is in sawdust, and then cover it over with wax. Uh-huh. And then you literally just wait it, takes like a year or two. Do you need to keep it, does it need to be kind of kept in a a, a shady area? Yeah, so the optimal growing is 87% shade. So you need a little bit of sunlight. Yeah, but not not a lot. Not too much. I see. So what what are the kind, like what kind of mushrooms you're growing? So um, shiitake mostly. Uh So there's different strains of shiitake. So we have some that come in like fall. Uh, in hmm. spring, huh. and so um, the next ones I'm growing are a winter variety. Huh. And so they should pop up sometime soon, or? Well, it'll be next winter because I'm about to start oh, them. I see. I see. Yeah. So it takes a whole cycle. Yeah, to, to get, get through. I'll, I'll have a few next winter, but then like the following winter, I'll have like 
40 or 50 pounds. Okay. Huh. So, so if any- is that, is that be the ones that's like round shape? Yeah. So you can get them when they're small. Actually, uh-huh. the, there was some last year that um, I let go too long. Cause mm-hmm. like I didn't catch them when they popped out uh-huh. yeah. and they were like the size of dinner plates. Like they were legitimately oh, big. Like huge. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I had to cook them like steak basically. Yeah. Huh. Well, that sounds nice. So if everybody's wondering, if you're listening to the JP pod, like, what are they talking about or whatever? Like I say, we're going to, this is a special edition about food products or products. Yeah. Or food <laughs> just in general. But, uh, you know, we're, we're real big foodies, you know, we're into music and culture and traveling and stuff like that. But we also, like to hit the food sections because what's the point to do music or travel or be into culture if you don't eat anything? Well, Eating's I mean, kind of the staple of life. Yeah. <laughs> if I you mean, don't eat, you can't live. Yeah. And then if you work hard, what do you want to do right after? You want to eat something good. You do. Yeah. I mean, uh, my motto was, and a lot of people that don't know me, you know, I lost like 135 pounds, but uh, I've always been pretty large. And my motto with eating was is if someone sits it down in front of me and someone at any point in time has tried it before, I'll eat it. So I'll pretty well, much... basically, you lost 130 pounds, but your brain has never lost anything. No, so. I had to restructure my brain, actually. But, but uh, I got Con Mari to come in and talk to my house no. or something and restructure my brain. Oh, yeah, she'll speak to your brain. Yeah, um, she'll speak to my brain by crouching down into my foyer. Walk around and find that spot. Yeah, yeah. D- does she do kitchens, too? Like, is it, like, yeah, is it's for the whole house. She does, yeah. Yeah, her, her process but like I said, is, she doesn't really show how to organize or anything she's just like this is the way you need to do it type right. of and then leaves it up to them yeah that sounds like a great idea to make money uh, and not do so. anything just like you need to fix this and then i'll leave i'll come back tomorrow and look at it <laughs> like true that's that's pretty ingenious true. actually true. she might have figured out our not working idea it may be so <laughs> So, so anyway, so uh, if, if, if we're going to talk about food, uh, you know, we're, we're here in Northeast Tennessee, and I know it's not, most people don't consider that a haven for, like, fine food or anything, but there are actually some good restaurants throughout this area. Mm-hmm. Paul, what, uh, uh, if someone's uh, either from this region or traveling through, we're going to come through, let's say three restaurants. That, okay. that you would have to hit if you were just coming through. Say you were going to be here for a, a day or two and you needed three restaurants you needed to hit. So I think my three, like when people come in to visit, there's three that I always um, take people to. One is Pennyman's Diner uh-huh, for yeah. the true Southern in Johnson, breakfast. Johnson City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that, that's a, that place has been there for years. It's just an old Southern Diner, right? Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's uh, it may have even been like second generation. Uh-huh. I think that they've been there for a long time. I see, and and it's in you know it's in kind of a sketchy part of town, but uh, true. Well, I think the thing was when they started, it wasn't. It sketchy. wasn't so sketchy. <laughs> yeah, but but no, Pennyman's uh, Pennyman. I haven't ate there in years, but I remember it was very good. Actually, a good story. There used to be a lady that that worked there years ago. Maybe she's passed on, or <laughs> she's not there anymore, but. I remember uh, when we went there years and years ago, I was there and and uh, somebody came up and said, or she came up or whatever, and somebody asked for mashed potatoes, and she just looked and said, you want some damn gravy on your mashed taters? 
but Pennyman's is good. So, and that's good for what breakfast or lunch, either way. Yeah, but I would I would recommend breakfast. You're, you're I, big on breakfast. Yeah. What about okay? Let, let's do it three meals then in one day. So you've eat breakfast at Pennyman's. Where do you go for lunch? Uh, Ridgewood Barbecue. Ridgewood mm-hmm. Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Now Ridgewood Barbecue is uh, uh, check it out online if you if you get a chance. It's one. It's like one of those award winning national, statewide, nation, nationwide, mm-hmm. international awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been there for years and years and years. I think it's working on its second or third generation uh, of people there. And uh, uh, check it out online because they they served pooled. Their main thing is pulled pork barbecue, mm. which is kind of within the Carolina-style vein of barbecue. A lot of people in the world, or if you're listening in other parts of the United States or anywhere across the world, when someone says barbecue, a lot of people think of the act of barbecuing. Mm. But around here, that's usually considered grilling out, like cooking hamburgers or something on a grill outside. Yeah, it always, it always bothers me when people say, oh, it's barbecue and like it's burgers. Right, or right. <laughs> because, you know, especially here, and we're so close to North Carolina and stuff, like barbecue to us literally means pulled pork mm-hmm. barbecue. In Japan, it's the grill thing it, on the sticks. It, oh, like skewers? Skewer thing. So if you say barbecue in yeah. Japan. Outside doing that. It's on sticks. Yes. Okay. But then, well, true, true. But even like Korean barbecue is... Because we don't call it Korean barbecue. Uh, what do you call Korean barbecue? Yakiniku. Okay, so it has nothing to do with Korean. Nothing to do with barbecue. Wait, it's yakiniku? Yakiniku. Yaki means grilling. Mm-hmm. Niku is meat, so grilling meat. Yakiniku. So yakiniku could be chicken or beef or pork or whatever. Yeah. That's interesting because here, if you order a yakiniku, it's always that thinly sliced steak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the concept is not completely wrong, but... <laughs> well, yeah, it's just missing the, <laughs> yeah, the main but, point. Yeah, yeah that's but, what Leon and I have been talking about, like, in the United States. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's a little different when you get to, like, New York or Los Angeles or something, or Hawaii or something mm-hmm. like that. You can find some real Japanese food, but most here in the middle part of the country... Uh, middle America, which doesn't necessarily mean the center, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Japanese food is totally not Japanese food. No, it's, I mean, I guess you could say that's kind of Chinese-ish, but even, even not even Chinese-ish to us. Right, oh. right. It's something <laughs> it's totally different. It's totally made up. Because, you know, you go into those restaurants and you got the guy <laughs> slinging the swords and uh, you know, cooking the fried rice with like ten pounds of butter, mm-hmm. and uh, now let me uh, let me let me clear this up. <laughs> in Japan, and this is especially a southern problem. A lot of those, a lot of those Japanese restaurants are called what are they called here? Hibachi. Uh huh. That's totally wrong. Yeah. The only thing that's correct about the restaurant is kind of the grills those flat grills they use are but they're called teppanyaki uh-huh. right yes so in japan if you go to, they are places that have those flat grills <laughs> there's yes. nobody doing ninja tricks or whatever but they are cooking like steaks and stuff on that grill in front of you but it's usually the place is usually like three hundred dollars a head yeah it's really expensive yeah and then it has to be like 
you know, the small place that's only reservation only yeah. restaurant. Only like a dozen people can sit around the grill or something. Yeah, so that's not really. So at least that concept and sitting at a table with somebody oh, is. I guess so. Is kind of correct. Kind of, I guess. Just... Well, yeah, let's go back to the barbecue <laughs> story. Okay. Well, this is barbecue, though. So it's on a grill. So anyway, so barbecue. So so Paul's going to say Ridgewood Barbecue, and that's in Bluff City, Tennessee, I believe. Is the... what, do you, what do you usually order as... Do you put the coleslaw onto the burger or the? I don't. I, I don't. You... I don't really like coleslaw in general. Oh really? Oh, really? Yeah. So I I do no coleslaw. I see. I usually get it on the side. I get it on the side and I put half of it on the and pulled then, barbecue yeah, sandwich. But of course, you get that fries, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Oh, they're they're the French fries. fries are, oh yeah. gosh. Well, yeah. and they're beans. Yeah, oh, the baked, beans. baked beans. Yeah, and a lot of people order. They have a special menu item uh, that blue. They make their own blue cheese, mm. but it's like so much. It's huge portion. It's like a bucket of blue cheese. Yeah, and then you just basically dip crackers into it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, the last time I took somebody, it was just like me and two friends, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, there's three of us. I guess I should get the large blue cheese. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was literally in like a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. And one word of advice, especially if you go with just like a couple of people, just really just get one order of fries. You don't yeah. really need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't really need to. Uh, but I mean, you're big. You remember you used to order platter, not oh, the sandwich. Oh, I used, to, I used to order the barbecue platter and my own French fries. Can you and still eat do her it? French fries. Uh, oh, yeah. I, platter? I, I, Oh yeah, yeah you I can, can do it. Oh yeah, my I can gosh! Do but now the sandwich is huge, though. Sandwich is. is enough. I mean, I can't even not finish right. whole entire. See, my uh, uh, Brianna, my wife, and I, um, we have a trick where um, this is our patented way to go to Ridgewood: mm-hmm. is that you split the beans mm-hmm. and you split the fries, and then you get a sandwich. But then one person gets pork and the other person gets beef. Oh, and you uh-huh. can split it. Yeah, 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 and then, yeah. So you get both sandwiches yeah. in one go. Yeah, that's a good. You know, I have I have to admit something. I have never ate one piece of beef in Ridgewood. Really, I'm always afraid to get it because I'm that's, afraid to break tradition. See, no. that's the craziest thing because literally, if I had like a last meal, mm-hmm. it would be the beef sandwich from Ridgewood. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Because it's uh it's smokier than the pork, uh-huh. and it has crunchier, like it has like an out. It's out good. Of yeah. And one other word of advice: if you go to Ridgewood and you want to go to lunchtime, it, it feels it's packed constantly. Yes. And uh, what we usually do when we go there for lunchtime is to make sure you're there by about. It opens at eleven a.m. Make sure you're there about ten fifty. Yeah. Yeah, but it, even though we were there, we went there like three weeks ago, mm-hmm. but. Whoever them four people who just <laughs> drove in, and then there's like 20 people still waiting in that room. Some people have been there for like an hour. Yeah, and then, you know, they they have the seat to be waiting, mm-hmm. and everybody's waiting. Those four people just walked in front of everybody and then got mm. in first. As they came in, there was a lady leading the, <laughs> leading the troop of people. And and she was leading them in, and it was right, it was literally right at eleven, so it was right on time. She's like, "Oh, they're open now." And then the some guy that was with her said, "Like, are you sure it's okay for us to do that?" And she's like, "Yeah, come on!" And just walked in front of everybody, and literally walked in and got the first seat. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess she was craving. I that guess bite, so. I mean, so she was I nonstop. Guess. Yeah. She was just wondering, like, all these other people are waiting for takeout orders. <laughs> well. She was after that beef sandwich. That was yeah. it. 
That was well, it. Have you ever tried like a hamburger or anything? I haven't, but they have country ham that I've always wanted to try. Uh, I will tell you a secret. Uh, I, I'm not sure if this is correct or not. Maybe somebody can correct me. But one of the secrets to their barbecue is they actually, instead of using a lot of barbecues, the pork barbecues shoulder. Yeah, yeah. They use a ham. Oh. The ham cut of the meat and smoke it. Mm. So, and also when you're there, as soon as you get out of your car, they have a smoke, you know, they have that smokehouse uh-huh. next door. And I guess they're preparing tomorrow's meat, yes. smoking it today. Yeah. But yeah, they, they use, a lot of times they'll use the ham cut. Yeah. That's one reason their texture is a little bit, a little bit different. I don't know if that's a secret or not. Somebody might sue me or something. But I'm not well, sure. and they do the thin slice too, which is different than a lot of people. Like that's the only place I've ever True. seen. That's True. like it's like a thin slice, almost like a lunch meat. We well, see it makes sense where it's a ham. Mm, you but, can get because uh, yeah, a lot of barbecues just a little old bitty like thin strings of True. roast kind of like mm. uh, mm, material. That makes sense. So there's there's is actually sheets. Well, <laughs> sheets of sheets <laughs> of ham. Or sheets of ham. <laughs> so, so okay. So, so, so you've had Ridgewood. You've had Pennymans for breakfast in Johnson City. You've had Ridgewood in Bluff City, Tennessee, yep. for lunch. And what do you do for dinner? Main Street Pizza. Uh, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Main Street's solid. It is, and and I, the reason I take people there is because such a big portion of their menu is locally grown yeah. by them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I always feel like if you want to get the taste of stuff grown in Around, Tennessee. Yeah, mm. yeah. Especially during the spring and summer and fall time, yeah. Maybe yeah. in the winter there's not much growing. But. True. I, I think in spring and summer, I think about 40 to 60% of their ingredients comes from their farm. Okay. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Main Street Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's very good. And they have a really uh, interesting menu. You know, they have like the seafood pizzas where you can get smoked salmon and stuff like that. And they also have, the, you know, they have traditional kind of pizzas, uh, or they the build your own. You can put whatever whatever yeah. you want want. And to I have to it. say, their service is pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You remember the one time I, I think we were with John, mm-hmm. uh, John Mooneyham of <laughs> JP Pod fame, a couple episodes ago, episode fourteen, fourteen. Yeah. 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 But uh, um, we went there. And we ordered a huge pizza, a like large pizza or something. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't come out, you know, a long time. Right. And we were, like, wondering what's going on. And then the guy came out with the pizza, just, like, half of the pizza. Mm-hmm. And then they said the guy who took out the pizza from the oven, uh, I guess it fell off. It broke off. <laughs> half of it broke off and fell in the floor. So they gave us a half of that large pizza and they made a brand Another new one. one. Oh, yeah. nice. So yeah. I was like, we couldn't finish all it. And Main Street Pizza, uh, it's been there for, what, probably 10, 15 years now? Yeah, I mean, I think it was one of the first big places that came into downtown. Like, yeah, when it, there was literally it's nothing. in downtown Johnson City, literally, like, right, right in the epicenter. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, that, that, that's on one of my recommendation lists mm-hmm. as well. If you're mm-hmm. if you're in Northeast Tennessee and wanting something to eat, so so uh, so we've got so Paul's got Pennyman's Diner, Ridgewood Barbecue, and Main Street Pizza. If you ate all three of those in one day, you'd be feeling pretty bad. I I have. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. When, if people come to visit and they just have the one day and they want to eat, that's what that's, we're doing. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Yeah. So Leona, what's your uh, it, uh, kind of regional 
uh, let's do a three meal thing. Three meal thing is a little bit difficult. That I well, let's not do breakfast, lunch, dinner. Let's just do it. Three meals could be. But I was wondering if these people in this area mm-hmm. was listening of this episode. Well, I'm sure some are, <laughs> yeah. Or people that may travel here. Yeah, we're we're well, trying to encourage tourism. They may be wondering what I would say about the Asian food restaurant okay, okay. in this area. You, okay, then let's make your category. You focus on the Asian delicacies of the of the Tri-Cities region. Okay. Well. All right. So give <laughs> just give us three. Obviously, there's not going to be an Asian restaurant uh, for breakfast. Yeah, that's that's the reason that was a little bit difficult yeah, for me. Yeah. But uh, let's just do let's just do three Asian style restaurants in Tri City. Tri City's region, yeah. Hmm, I can think of Tri City's Northeast Tennessee, Southwest Virginia. <laughs> you can broke out. You can break into Virginia if you need to. Okay. Well, the first one I have to mention is that Thai restaurant in Hampton. It's called A.M. Thai. Thai. And it's in Hampton, Tennessee. It's a very, what, like, it's a basically like a shack on the side of the road. Yes. And but, you never know when she's open. Right. So uh, look them up online. Give them a call if you want to go there. Yes. And, uh, but she is literally, she is the only person who is cooking in that kitchen. Right. So, which is, it's basically one lady. Sometimes she has another lady helping her serve or something. Yes. But, yes. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, literally they would have a lot, 20 seats, maybe, maybe less than that. Maybe 15. I don't know. Yes. But, uh, and you can do takeout there. Takeout too. Yes. And then I guess a lot of people loved her, love her spring rolls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, anything out of there is good. Yeah. It's basically just one lady doing, uh, she's from Thailand Mm -hmm. and she's doing home style Thailand cooking. Yes. Like she's cooking for the family. Yeah. So it's it's really good. And and uh, during the summertime and stuff too, a lot of the vegetables and spice or uh spice not spices, but uh, garnishes and stuff like that are from her garden, which is right behind the building. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's using like her ingredients <laughs> yes. as much as possible. Yes. I mean, she knows what she's making. Mm-hmm. So I trust her food. My favorite there. I, I, I enjoy the green curry. <laughs> curry. Chicken green curry. And then I, I guess you can adjust the hotness. The hotness. Of yeah. spices. And she can make stuff really, really hot if you yes, want it to be. I mean, that's right. Or it can be mild. Yeah. I know some people that eat there that mm-hmm. can't really deal with spicy food. And, uh, you know, you can tell her. That's the thing about that. It's It's one lady. A lot of times she's taking your order and cooking. Mm-hmm. So you can tell her what you like and she can adjust it to whatever mm-hmm. whatever your taste is. Yes. So so we've got Thai AM. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's Thai AM. I'm not it's really AM, sure how to pronounce that. All right. So hit us with your next shot. Um, let's see. Hit me with your next shot. <laughs> Uh, that Well, that's not in Tri City area though. That Japanese restaurant. Oh no, that's in Hickory, Hickory North Zone. Carolina. Mm. We but can't go to that far. Yeah, true. And then we can't go down to the restaurant we went yesterday. It's a little far. 
Little Forest, Knoxville. <laughs> Plus, we don't know the name. Of it. <laughs> great, great Chinese place in Knoxville, but we have no idea. Knoxville, Tennessee. We have no idea what the name of it is. So, give us something else. You've got to have some other choice. Some other choice. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, if you, if I were to grab a sushi mm-hmm. in this Tri City area, mm-hmm. I'll go to Osaka. In Bristol, Virginia. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it, it's, uh, it's it's off it, exit. You can either get there at exit five um, or exit seven, going northbound on Interstate eighty one. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but it's it's a, it's in a complex where a food city grocery store uh-huh. is. It's kind of at the end of that. Uh-huh. And uh, I've never got sick after eating sushi in Tri City. Area after oh, eating at Osaka. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. You okay? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that sushi. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, yeah, they have like a massive sushi plate you can order. Like if you're going with the four people or something, they have those like a like a boat boat. Yeah, yeah. Looking and, thing. And the I have to admit the quality of their fish uh, is is about the best you can find around here. Yes. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm saying that we're pretty landlocked here in <laughs> yeah. East Tennessee, Southwest Virginia, but but you can't beat the quality of their fish, and they and all, always all the people they have as chefs there know are pretty good. They know what they're they know what they're doing. Yes. So Japanese food would be Osaka. Ja- well, specify that is ja- Japanese, Japanese sushi. Sushi. Yeah. Yes. Because we've already been talking about how there's no <laughs> Japanese food. <laughs> Around here, and and that is true too. Even with the sushi, like in Japan, it's a novelty deal to have like a California roll. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. like that's something that we invented, and yes. then just now in Japan, some places have California rolls. Yeah, because I remember the first time that I faced California roll mm-hmm. in L.A. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. You know, like what's California rolls? What is it? Uh, fake crab. Fake crab. I don't know what. Which a lot of people listening, you know, what basically what fake crab is? It's fish cakes. It's just random fish parts mashed together, and then they color that one part to look like crab, crab meat. You know, that red part. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually uh, kind of a marketing idea from a Jap- in Japan. They eat a lot of fish cakes. They're kind of cut in different shapes, like tubes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they eat a lot of that. So that was a way they could sell internationally. They marketed uh, marketed it as imitation crab meat, mm-hmm. but it's technically fish cakes. And I remember when it first came out around here locally in the grocery stores. I used to go to Win Dixie with my grandma every Friday. <laughs> and that's back when I was large. <laughs> A large young child, <laughs> and uh, I would go there, and they would have it like uh, as a sample, and I just kept like hanging around the seafood section, and I would literally just get one toothpick and just keep going back over there <laughs> until I ate every bit of the imitation crab meat that they had. Huh. So imitation crab meat, avo- avocado, avocado, yeah, and then sometimes there's. 
eggs or something maybe Egg, I don't maybe. really I can't remember. I don't, I don't really eat I know they have rolls. like the Philadelphia rolls with cream cheese which stuff. is very difficult for Japanese people to eat uh, yeah, yeah they just like cream sushi, cheese on sushi yes. yeah actually I don't I don't like it either I feel like anything you put cream cheese on just tastes like cream, cream cheese. cheese it does yeah. it covers the taste yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so so you're going to go with uh, Osaka. Osaka. All right. Where do you go next? So I'm thinking of the Chinese food. Okay. Take us down the Chinese line. Um, there are two places, but... Just name one. Leave me one. Okay. Magic Walk. Magic Walk. And that's in Johnson City, Tennessee also. Yes. That place is, is really good. And if you go, they have an authentic Szechuan menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just says authentic something menu. Yes. Yeah. So there's two menus there. Order from the authentic one mm-hmm. because it really gets the chef excited. Yeah. It, they whenever we order something, kind of you know, I can kind of, I mean, I can kind of guess by looking at the kanji character, even like because I always have a difficult time eating Asian food in the United States mm-hmm. by understanding by. Uh, you know, reading those explanation about the food. Just, just to make people understand, the the Chinese kanji, some of it you know as part of Japanese language. Oh, yes. I mean, of course, because our kanji character came from China. Right, so right. we're using some s- same symbols, symbols yeah. but not all of it. Right. So by just looking at a few of those... It's kind of like, Paul, when you look at something in Spanish or German, and sometimes you can figure out what it means. Yeah. It's similar, you know. That type of It just has umlauts and stuff on top of it. So, you know, I order something that I can figure it out, and every time I order something at Magic Walk, um, usually the chef or somebody in behind the door we'll come, come out, out and, look, and then look see who's ordering who that. ordered that or yeah. like i guess making sure like somebody who don't really know what it is right, ordering right, right. you know so but as soon as they see me they'll just go back and then yeah, start the magic cooking. walk's a great place i mean even if you just like regular light chinese food i mean even like their sesame chicken or anything yes. like that's oh, phenomenal yes, yes. uh so I highly recommend Magic Walk. My favorite dish there. I have two favorite dishes. <laughs> which one? It's it, it's usually it's kind of strange because the one is in the vegetarian section or the vegetable section, but it's yeah, got bean pork. curd is what it is. So. It's called bean curd, mm-hmm. but it's actually got ground pork in it and tofu sliced up in this really like glazed sweet and spicy sauce that you just kind of lay next to your rice and then you take a take a spoonful of that rice and run it over into that kind of like a curry situation and you just run it over into that and then you just put it in your mouth and it's like it's like to die for perfect for these cold weather cold weather or hot weather too oh yeah makes you cold (laughs) if you eat it in hot weather and then they have a hot pot Mm -hmm. like a clay hot pot pork belly and I know most people are like, ah, pork belly is horrible. That's but pork belly is basically bacon. Yes. <laughs> it's just a huge, thick slice of bacon. Yes. Yeah. So they have this pork belly hot pot with mm-hmm. some cabbage and carrots mm-hmm. and different stuff in this gelatinous sauce. Oh, yeah, that's sauce. very good for your skin. Yeah. So. 
gelatin. <laughs> I will say too, uh, they have like the best hot and sour soup. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 hot and sour do. soup. They do. Yes, yeah. yes. I always get the hot and sour soup. Mm-hmm. And their egg rolls are good too. Basically, everything there is good. Yes. Yeah. So, so you've got those. So you, let's recap your situation. Mm-hmm. You have what? Thai. Thai am. Am or am? I'm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Osaka Japanese restaurant. Okay, so Thai am in Hampton, Tennessee, Osaka in Bristol, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Exit seven, mm-hmm. food city. And then you've got uh, Magic Walk. Magic Walk on mm-hmm. South Rome Street. Is that South Rome Street, Johnson City, Tennessee? I I don't know. Possible. It's in the tree streets. Yeah. It's right off the tree streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the end of them or whatever, or at a breaking point. Yep. Uh, but uh, so. So we've got those places. Me personally, mm-hmm. me right? Me, <laughs> me, me. Me is in me. No, no, no. You personally like my food better than anything. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with general food. Yeah. So I'm going to have to. I'm going last, so everybody's already taken up a lot of the good options. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to throw out one. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go three meals. Uh, uh, not breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go, it could be any meal. Any, okay. Uh, well, no, here, let me do breakfast, lunch. No, I mean, that doesn't uh, okay. matter. Breakfast. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and shoot breakfast. Okay. Breakfast, uh, I'm going to have to throw out uh, the Southern Restaurant in downtown uh, Elizabeth, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, it's just an old diner, Southern-style yeah. restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, biscuits and gravy, BLT on toast. Oh, yeah. Uh, egg. Uh, basically fried bologna country ham yeah. anything you want in the southern restaurants that's that's what we had uh, as soon as we hit the, the next morning <laughs> yeah. yeah and then we're like you know still jet lagged mm-hmm. so bad and we're up so, so early. we're so hungry mm-hmm. because that's the dinner time for us <laughs> in japan so that, that, that would be a good meal though to like get up and have and oh, then go yeah. back to bed yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Southern Restaurant in downtown Elizabeth in Tennessee, that's uh, basically uh, one of my favorite places uh, to eat. Sorry, I just kicked your microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, And uh, so I'm going to move on to lunch now. Okay. So probably if I had lunch options, I would move towards Mexican. Okay. And I'm going to go back to Elizabeth in Tennessee one more time. Mm-hmm. And Ale Charlio's or... El Charley, Charley, <laughs> yeah, Charlie, like Charlios, or something. Okay, but as far as uh, I know, we've got the other place, La Perla, which is in Johnson mm-hmm. City. It's kind of a Mexican grocery store market slash restaurant. It's killer, but just far as a purebred restaurant, El Charley's, Charlios, in mm-hmm. uh, it's in the old former Pizza Hut that I used to go to growing up as a child. It used to be a Pizza Hut. What would you usually order there? I always get, they have the standard, you know, menu or whatever, like the Speedy Gonzalez or whatever you want to get. <laughs> but but I usually just get tacos, either tacos or a burrito. And they actually have, if you dig into their menu, they have authentic like uh, tripa, which is cow stomach lining. Mm-hmm. And I know most people are like, Scott. seriously. You've had it before. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, especially if it's cooked right and just a little bit burnt, Mm. it's so crunchy. It's almost like uh, beef tendons. I know that's once again (laughs) sounding (laughs) gross to people, but but it's really good. It's it's crunchy. Mm -hmm. It's chewy. It tastes good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they also have lingua, 
which is tongue, mm-hmm. cow tongue. And a lot of people don't like that. But seriously, if a, if a cow tongue is prepared the right way, and I believe the way they make it is some sort of boiling process yes. to make it tender. Yeah. Uh, it's like the, the most uh, uh, melts in your mouth kind of roast, roast beef. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so if you get that on a taco or a burrito there, it's top level. And like I say, all their other stuff's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even have fish on the menu. They have a huge menu. What do you what do you usually eat at, when you go to a Mexican restaurant? What do you usually order? Um, well, so I usually go to La Perla. La Perla, uh-huh. right. yeah, like once a week uh-huh. probably. And so my thing is, I just get like three tacos, uh-huh. and you're pretty pretty yeah. well good. You you mix them up, don't you? I do, but usually carnitas is my favorite. Uh-huh. That's the pork. Yeah, it's almost like uh, their version of like pulled pork. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, and it's kind of got that real heavy hitting spice to it kind of yeah and they usually um usually have some spicy peppers on it some, mm-hmm. some jalapenos i see yeah i see so, mexican mexican food is very difficult to find in japan yeah in japan in tokyo it's t- there's you know we found a couple of places couple, that were, but they're not really mexican food well in japan <laughs> in japan or tokyo and i guess the rest of japan probably even more so like it, it, stuff will say spicy or very hot or very spicy. And to me, I've hardly ever had anything in Japan that I would consider very yeah. spicy. Well, like I said, if you want something spicy, we got to go through Korea, not Japan. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> See, we had this deal while we were in Tokyo. Uh, while we were in Tokyo, the, uh, we there was a, a Korean in the town where we were living in, the little community or whatever, little community. And uh, but there was a, a small Korean grocery store that was literally like the size of a bathroom, like just <laughs> you just basically yeah. about the width of two doors, and then it went back about ten feet, and that was the whole store. But it was packed full of stuff, and there was a lady in it. So we found it one day, and we walked in there, and I'd been buying kimchi at the Japanese uh, grocery store, which Japanese kimchi they have a lot of kimchi available, but it's really sweet to cover the spice. Mm-hmm. So it's more, and you know, a lot of times here you'll get some that's spicy or sour. Mm-hmm. There, it's just sweet. Mm-hmm. I guess, like I said, uh, people use those to cook with. Right, right. So if you're cooking with meat or something, you know, little sweetness is okay. But if you're just eating it raw, yeah, uh, it's a problem. So I went, we went in there, and Liana was talking. To, the lady was Japanese or whatever, mm-hmm. or she was, she, she was could a, speak Japanese. Yes. And, uh, and I just asked her, like, well, he's he loves kimchi, but all the kimchi that we buy from Japanese grocery stores, he says it's so sweet. And then she's like, okay, then don't buy mine because I makes. make it sweeter for Japanese customers. <laughs> so buy the one that's in that freezer. From Korea. From Korea. Like, <laughs> so I just, like, trusted her mm-hmm. word and, you know. She's like, you don't it. want mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, okay. And then yeah. we bought that. And that was just like a pile. It wasn't even cut. Cabbage. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was like one. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, every so time you get it, you had to it. go in there with scissors. Yeah. Yeah. And cut it and, up into pieces. Oh, my goodness. That was the best kind, And, and if people's listening, you know, kimchi's kind of a fermented, spicy dish that the Koreans eat a lot, well, eat all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, yes. a lot of times it'll have cabbage or... Uh, what else is in it? Sometimes daikon, which is the white radish. Yeah. 
But I think kimchi. they call it different right. name. So if you just claim kimchi, that's the regularly that cabbage. Yeah, usually thing. cabbage or whatever. They seriously they do eat kimchi with anything. Tell them the story about the guy. Yeah, you were doing I, that homestay the, with. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't even remember how long ago, but mm-hmm. I was homestaying at uh, at uh, Japanese American family mm-hmm. in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, you were what, some sort of kid? I was maybe uh, <laughs> 16 or something okay. like that. And uh, they had another homestaying boy coming from Korea, mm-hmm. going to an English school in uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, goes to the grocery with his friends or mm-hmm. something and then bring back kimchi. And he had a kimchi in this family's refrigerator, right. which whole refrigerator smells like yeah, kimchi. Even if you have it sealed up <laughs> in a jar, you know, you can still smell it. Yeah, because right. it's authentic one. That's right. not the ones that you right. buy right. from regular. Yes. So it was smelling pretty, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And literally, he was eating kimchi every meal, including... Peanut butter, strawberry jam sandwiches Ooh, with breakfast. with Ooh. kimchi. That's, <laughs> on the side. That, that's <laughs> a little. I, I love kimchi, but that's a little much. Yeah, I, don't know I know. Yeah. Well, then when I when we saw that with you know the family, we we're like, oh my god. <laughs> that, that that is a little much. Yeah. But I mean, he was like, huh. What's 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 right, wrong? Right. Type of you know attitude, and then I was like, uh, I don't. Now, know. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> do you remember that SARS outbreak, that kind of flu that broke out maybe ten, twelve years ago or something? Yeah. In China, it was especially yes. big. Well, apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but I always read that in Korea there was even in Japan there was a few there were some cases of that SARS yes. got into Japan in Asia, mm-hmm. but in Korea there was never any. Uh, ever any case of uh, SARS flu and some people credit it to everybody eats kimchi and something the enzymes because kimchi is like uh, it has active uh, uh, like yogurt mm-hmm. uh, probiotics probiotics yeah active <laughs> active probiotics yeah sorry yeah. activia yes. but uh, so anyway it's got those probiotics inside of it and they say that something about those probiotics yes. fended that off from people it from does. It does. catching yeah. SARS. Yeah. So, so I don't know. So, uh, eat kimchi if you don't want to catch SARS. <laughs> I remember when that SARS thing was going on. I was going to Japan or whatever, and I was on a plane that uh, my plane was going from like Detroit to Tokyo, but then to Shanghai. So half of the people on the plane were going to Shanghai. And like, it was like it was just over amplified. I was so worried to death, and like all these like people on the plane around me were like coughing and sick, and I'm like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I was like trying to just put my shirt up over my mouth, no. trying not to get like SARS. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but anyway, so so moving on. Moving on. Okay. So it got... was it came from Mexican food, yeah. but it ended yeah. up with, with SARS. SARS, SARS and yeah. so you got, you got one more, right? You got I've one got one go. more. One okay, more. so I've I've had lunch at uh, at uh, El Charle <laughs> El Charlio's. El, so, El Charlio. Yeah. El Charlio's. <laughs> so, so I've had lunch there. 
then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to the the pizza area, and uh, uh, I have several options I could throw in here, but I'm gonna throw in this just because of the laid back variety of the place. Scratch Brick Oven. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's another place in Johnson City, Tennessee. It's in an old house, mm-hmm. but they have a giant stone brick oven Mm -hmm. that they cook their pizzas in and uh wonderful wonderful ingredients uh great pizza i guess it's more of a it's a little bit of a thinner pizza would you say yeah i would say so but they're they're almost like a new york style but not quite as it's kind of yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of in between a thin crust and a new york style but uh uh Everything that I've ever had there is top level. Mm-hmm. And they have like all kinds of strange ingredients. Like in Granny Smith apples on a pizza. I'm not a big fan of sweet <laughs> apples on a pizza. Or pineapple. Or pineapple. I'm not a pineapple person. I'm not, I'm not either. I'm not I either. like Uh-oh, pineapples. No. I know Brianna and I love pineapple. I, I know we have to get a, we get a, a half and half. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Like Main Street has a barbecue pizza that she loves, uh-huh. but it's it's like pineapple yeah. and barbecue chicken. Yeah, I love that. Right? So well, you take the pineapple off half of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat pineapple. You're but missing I don't, the point. I don't want pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Uh, I, I got a gr- let me let me break in since I'm talking about pizza or whatever. Uh, professor of mine when I was in college, uh, he and I went out to eat one day. <laughs> and, uh, nothing nefarious or anything like that was going on, but uh, we just happened to both be actually walking in the direction of a pizza place that used to be next to campus called Buck's Pizza. Mm. And uh, I knew he was a vegetarian, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to grab something to eat?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll eat with you, Prof." Mm-hmm. And uh, so so we go in there and sit down. So I'm all worried in the back of my mind, like, wow, he's a vegetarian. He don't really eat meat, so I'm going to have to deal with this. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, uh, he said, well, what do you like on pizza? And all I could think of at the moment was like, I like onions. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, that's interesting. He said, onions are not bad. He said, I also like a pineapple on a pizza. And oh. I'm like... Well, I guess we could do that as well. And he said, all right, then it is pineapples and onions. Oh, oh. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate a, we ate a large pineapple and onions Oh, my gosh. Pizza. I, had, I have a story about pizza in back in Nashville also, though. Okay, well, but, you can tell us your Nashville story. I think story. that's the, maybe the same time that I was doing the homestaying uh-huh. as well. Um, the... I was also going to a like a English school summer trip type thing. Working on your English skills. Yes, I guess so. But uh, the the lady who was, you know, organizing that trip mm-hmm. thing was a big vegetarian right, lady. Right. Mm-hmm. She's really skinny as she oh, is. Oh, so not big veget- vegetarian. No, no, right, no. But... Like, you know, very skinny. Uh, she was big into the vegetarian. Vegetarian, yes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe she was literal, literal vegan. Right, right. But back then, vegan was not really a word that everybody right, right, was using, just right. a vegetarian. So we were all invited to her home party or something. And then she's like, we got to, you know, we'll, we'll have pizza and all those mm-hmm. food or something. And... A lot of people think Japanese, a lot of Japanese people are vegetarian also, but probably 90% of Japanese people are not vegetarian. Right. Because we eat everything. Right, right. 
you know. And fish stock is involved yeah, in involved everything. involved in everything. So we, mm-hmm. we pretty much can't be mm-hmm. vegetarian. Yeah, actually, in, in Japan, a lot of people that travel that are vegetarians have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even stuff that's vegetables is made from fish stock. Yeah. Because fish so stock is If you are strictly, strict. Like vegan. Vegan, straight up. Straight up you can't really go to Japan to eat anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but like I said, when I heard, you know, she's a vegetarian, I just thought, like, okay, she just don't eat meat. She just sits around and eats, like, carrots. Yeah, something like that. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I didn't think of, back then, like I said, I was 15 or 16, so, like, cheese or all those type right. was including in those categories. Right. So she made like, she said, I bet I made the tofu pizza. Okay. <laughs> and it was literally like your pineapple pizza with onion. It was like onion and tofu and little bit of maybe tomato or something. What did she use for the cheese? The tofu? I guess that's what it is. There's, there was no cheese or anything. It was just like bread with the tofu on just top. Just laying on it? So it was more like a tostada yeah. or something. And, uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, that made me like, uh, you know, freak out uh-huh. because I didn't know what this is and then it doesn't taste like, like anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you take cheese off pizza, it's not really I know, pizza. Yeah. I know. But uh, You know, there's, I mean, I'm not going to say that I could never be, but the vegetarian thing, I know a lot of people that do it. Like, I could, I've thought about this. I could probably, if I was a fishitarian, mm. I could just eat fish if I had good fish mm. or good seafood. Mm. But I don't think I could never not eat any kind of meat because mm. mm. I, I just love the protein. I can. I mean, uh, what's the? Why are you a human being? <laughs> right. I mean, what, what, what people are omnivores, correct? Yeah. I mean, we have the teeth for both. Yeah, yeah. You can eat whatever as a human. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do agree with one concept, though, that people talk about that humans are the only animal after infancy that drink milk. Mm. Yeah. You know, I kind of get that argument. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I know that, especially back in the day, milk was pushed heavily because it had vitamin D, but little did we know they were just adding it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't really have vitamin D in it. And I mean, I understand, you know, killing animals are not good. I get it. Right, right. I yeah. understand that. But, I mean, I personally, I really appreciate food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't like to waste food or anything yeah. like that. I mean, I have nothing against people that are vegetarians. No. I'll tell you a good vegetarian story while we're into the <laughs> vegetarian. And I think Paul was there as well. Our friend John, who was on episode 14. Uh, he was having a party uh, up in when he lived over in North Carolina. And uh, we went to the house and a friend of ours, uh, we'll call him F.A., Aaron. And uh, so uh, anyway, so so we go up to this party. I think you were there. Uh, and John's, uh, at the time, his fiance's friends came. And one of them is a huge vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's all she talks about mm-hmm. or something. It's just she's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And so we had, you know, a great meal. They had all kinds of, we had all kinds of potluck food or whatever. Well, they wanted to make her some vegetarian food so she'd have something to eat. So, you know, they do what vegetarians do, I guess. They go to, like, the uh, 
Whole Foods and get like a six pack of frozen soy patties or something. So I think what happened was, is this friend maybe never showed up or maybe they showed up and just had one soy patty. And uh, Aaron and I, uh, he's my cousin. We were, we both did the same thing, but not at the same time. So I walk over there and I'm like, I get the, I reach out and I get the patty. Well, I'm thinking it's one of those, uh, what we call cow patties, which is a dessert. It's kind of like an oatmeal chocolate flat thing <laughs> that we used to have in school lunch. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they yeah. called cow patties? Or? Yeah. Okay. And it's got like an oatmeal chocolate dessert. And I'm like, oh man, cow patty. I better get me one. There's only, there's only like three left. <laughs> So, so I go over there and I get it and I pick it up and I just bite into it, waiting for the joy of like sugary, oatmeal-y fiber just to enter my body. Mm-hmm. And then it's this old dried up soy patty or whatever. <laughs> it's supposed to look like meat, but it looked like a dessert. I ate that. I was like, I spit it out. Nobody was watching or whatever. So I just took it and tossed it into the garbage can. That's nasty. <laughs> Well, then I was talking to him about it at, at, towards the end of the event. We were like out on the porch or something. I'm like, man, you won't believe what I did. He's like, did you do the same thing? He's like, I walked over there too and thought it was a cow patty. He's like, I picked that thing up. And he's like, I was like, what is this? Like, but, but no, I mean, uh, you know, I get into the, I, I can eat anything and uh, I'll eat a vegetarian meal. I had one, one time uh, out west. <laughs> I prefer really not, but... I like to have a little meat. I like a well-balanced meal. Yeah. I like, you know, not too much meat. Just a little bit of meat. Some vegetables. Mm-hmm. Some. I like to eat a lot of roots and fungi, mushrooms and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like to eat stuff like that. I think a well-balanced meal is, is the key to mental clarity. I'll there go ahead and go. say that out. Right. And And if you eat a well-balanced meal... Uh, that's cooked well and tastes well, mm-hmm. you feel better. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't feel like I'm about to die, mm-hmm. you know. So so that's kind of my my prerogative, like Bobby Brown, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so how, how long are we going, Paul? Uh, 54 minutes. 54 minutes. Well, we've oh. talked pretty well about food. Yeah, we'll do so. another episode about food. We'll talk some more about our... Uh, can we do something about maybe like sweets or something, maybe? We can do a dessert day. episode. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe we can bring maybe Brianna about yeah, that'd you know, be a good some one. sweet stuff. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, we'll do that on a on a future episode. Yep. But uh, uh, don't forget, if you're uh, interested in uh, lessons, we do have banjo, fiddle, classical violin, and acoustic guitar lessons available. If you're interested, go to our website www.johnpaulusa.com and go to the icon that says Private Lessons slash Performances. And then when you click on that, you'll have a questionnaire thing pop up and just fill out your information. Tell us what you're interested in. And also, if you're within the Southern Appalachian region and you're looking for anybody to do music for any special events, weddings, i.e. What, christenings or bar mitzvahs or anything that you have going on, uh, also use the same form and uh, tell us what you got going on. We'll get in contact with you for all those things and give you a quote and we'll try to match your needs uh, we'll match your schedule and try to match your budgetary needs. We've got several options available. So if you want to enjoy the music, the the love of music, 
or if you just want to hear some music, you don't want to go through the lessons and you just want to hear some music played there, we are the service providers that can bring you that. <laughs> and if you're interested in Leona's music, you can check her out once again, get all of her CDs and all of her information at www.fiddlingleona.com, fiddlingleona.com. And Paul, what's what's your website if anybody's interested back in your products or music? It's uh, greenelder.bandcamp.com. Greenelder.nothing spelled weird, is it? Nope, nope. Just greenelder.bandcamp.com. Yep. So you can check out all Paul's music. And he's got, you still have some uh, products as well, shirts. and I do, yeah. And uh, I had a new record just come out. So, was is it newer than. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like as of like five days ago. Okay, oh, okay. okay, so that'd be a good go check. Do you have anywhere where you can hear samples of that or anything? Oh yeah, it's on all the streaming services. Okay, so. okay. Uh, by the way, thank you for that foodies that, uh, that hoodie. you, oh, yeah, you yeah. gave me. That I've been running park with that. Yeah, she's been everywhere. wearing that thing everywhere. Yeah, that what's your uh, uh, if somebody's going on Amazon or, or, or iTunes or something? What's how do they find you? Um, literally just Google Green Elder. Or, oh, Green Elder. Yep. Yeah, okay. just in anywhere. Yeah. Okay, it'll pop up. Yep. Okay, so so we've got all that going on, and uh, thank you for listening to another award-winning episode of the JP Pod. I'm JP. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. I'm Paul Northquest. <laughs> and have a good evening, good day, or good morning, wherever you may be. Mm-hmm.